You know, Webster's Dictionary defines the word perspective as a particular attitude toward or a way of regarding something, a point of view. Well, today's guest, Kathy Staten, she is hanging out here with us in the virtual studio to talk about how the proper perspective can propel your life and your business. You're hanging out here on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Don't you move. We'll be right back after this quick intro. And you don't know? Charvette Mitchell is on the radio. It's time to get motivated, excited, and influenced. Why? It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, live from Richmond, Virginia. And now, here to motivate, excite, and influence you, Charvette Charvette Mitchell. Well, hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, broadcasting live, live from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia, but heard and seen all across the world wide web. We know that our live streaming platforms are sending out notifications, telling our viewers, telling our listeners to come on in and check us out. So welcome to all those that are coming in from Facebook Live, or if you happen to be catching this in the replay, just type hashtag replay. We want to show you some love. Those that are listening from YouTube, hello, YouTube. Those listening from LinkedIn and Twitter, certainly those that are listening and watching from Charvette.com, our main website, and, and, and we cannot leave out those that are listening uh, in all of our podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts. Matter of fact, if you faithfully listened over on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and subscribe and rate uh, our show while you are over there. And then certainly um, those that are hanging out other places like Our Heart Radio and Blog Talk Radio and Stitcher, we are glad to have you as always. And so this segment is brought to you by my pop-up luxury retreat. Yes, it is going down in Orlando, Florida, November 3rd through November 6th. So you can jump over to joincharvette.com. That's joincharvette.com because I want you to join me uh, on this wonderful luxury retreat. We've, we have secured a 10,000 square foot mansion and it is a business and professional development retreat that we want you to attend. So that's the sponsor for the show today. You'll get to hear a little bit more about that. Welcome, welcome, welcome to my sister and uh, Deborah hanging out on YouTube. Listen, they holding it down on YouTube and my mom, Betty, who's holding it down uh, early on on Facebook. We are glad. We are glad to have you. So let's go ahead and get into um, our topic of discussion today here on the Charvette Mitchell radio show. And our guest uh, is ready to come up and chat with you because the topic today is how the proper perspective can propel your life and business. And so Catherine L. Staten is a health and human service professional with well over 30 years experience uh, behind her, under her belt, all of that. Her experience includes administering state and federal social service programming in local communities. With the over 30 years of professional experience, Kathy, who holds a Master of Science in Human Service Counseling, from National uh, Louisa University and a Bachelor of Science in Consumer Economics and Family Management from Southern Illinois University, has served in both public and private nonprofit organizations. Um, And so she has a keen awareness of the real issues that face families and communities. She's also a certified mental health 
first aid instructor, and in her newest book, her latest book, Descendants of Dysfunction, What We Can Learn from the Bible's Dysfunctional Families, Kathy seeks to start conversations about family life that may be difficult. Uh, it is her hope that readers will be encouraged to move beyond pain to healing and live dynamic lives. Uh, without further ado, coming up here live on the Charvette Mitchell radio show, put your hands together and give a, a virtual round of applause for today's guest, Kathy Staten, joining us live here. Hey, Kathy. Hey, John. How are you? <laughs> I am doing well. How are you doing today? I am great. Wonderful to be here with you today yes on this uh, official start of summer is it is it how's the weather where you are oh yeah it's official <laughs> it's hot here <laughs> in chicago <laughs> in chicago windy the windy city so yes. shout out to all those yes, yes, yes. Um, that may even be watching from chicago we are uh, we're glad to have you and so i'd love to kind of start this conversation hey madeline thanks for being here i'd love to start this conversation um really from the beginning of where, how you even got into the space of, of human services. So how did it really start for you? Okay. Uh, well, it is definitely my chosen profession. I always wanted to help people. And um, so I went to school with that in mind, that generic bachelor's degree, that, that name of that, that generic name of that bachelor's degree that I got. And I believe at that time, even as a as a young teenager, a 20-year-old, I really knew and believed that um, the hand that rocks the cradle rules the world. Oh, wow. I believe that um, it's, it, it, it's, it's more about what's done in our, what's done and what's not done in our individual homes that impact the world. We can yeah. impact the world um, by the type of families that we have. And by the type of generations that we raise, and so I was very intentional about that. That gave me uh, classroom instruction and social services, and the other side was business. So that's good as well. Yeah. And and so I, I just think with that mindset, I think that many times we just discount the uh, the the importance of the family. And so yeah. in all of my work, I kind of always want to bring that to the forefront. And yeah. uh, so that's helped me to do that. I mean, I've done everything from community organizing to uh, administering, you know, programs all over the state of Illinois. So, you know, I've, and I have loved all of it and uh, really do consider myself to be a servant of the people in those um, in those and in, in everything that I've held as far as that's concerned. So, yeah, I'm happy, to, happy to do it. Happy to serve people. Happy to serve, happy to serve. And so what have you found in the work and research that you have done around, you know, the things that happen or go on in families? How do they show up on someone's job? How do they show up if somebody's trying to, you know, run a business? Yes, that is so interesting that you say that because um, I was talking the other day about about the brain. And certainly when you talk about perspective, it is a mental mindset and thinking about the brain being the the only organ that is not developed so if you look at your heart and your kidneys and and everything in the newborn they are doing what they're going to do they're miniature miniature versions of what they shall become 
But if you look at the brain, the brain truly is a blank slate. And the bra- mm-hmm. what rules the brain is experiences. And experiences have a way of shaping our perspective to the point where um, a child um, from zero to three, those are the most important years in terms of development because that's when their brain is growing. And then yeah. at about two and a half, three years old, the synapses begin to prune back if they're not being used. So earlier is very important, but but I want to say that um, those are some of the things that, that I learned about, you know, the importance of what in terms of our perspective, mentally, our outlook, our mindset, our mental view, all of these yeah. things define what a perspective is. Um, and so um, someone did, did some research and said that 99% of our stress and worry comes from our poor perspective. Wow. The incorrect way that we see things. So that can show up uh, with me personally, in terms of my polls, it shows up in relationships, both at home, school, work, church. My view and my perspective of what is happening shapes basically what I do, how I move forward, or how I don't move forward. And I know in your expertise in dealing with uh, business owners, yes, you know you 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 already know have having built a business yourself how important my mindset and perspective is yes oh my goodness so that's why this is this is this is so 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 very important and 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 for you bible readers out there i don't want you to think i'm just coming from the positive thinking lens because the bible speaks to it as well yes your mindset and being positive and so um, it, it has a spiritual spiritual aspect as well. So hopefully I answered your question. Yes, you did a fabulous a fabulous job there. So many things that you said right in there, and um, I do want to mention um, that you are uh, your husband is a former pastor, so you do you do have also. I always got to got to put that first lady uh, there with so many that brings so much of a a breadth of experience and exposure to people. That's why I think it's pivotal to mention. Um, But mindset is absolutely not this woo woo frou frou kind of thing. It is, it absolutely impacts our businesses and our lives. Um, And so I'm so glad that you brought, you know, you mentioned that point, even one of our viewers here, uh, Miss Tammy, who is an educator, um, and when you started talking about that 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 zero to three and those early childhood um, experiences, she's she's testifying saying you are so you know so on point around um, around that. If you're just popping in, hey, you're checking out the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, and we're talking about how the proper perspective can propel um, your life and your business. And we are here with our guest, uh, Kathy Staten. Um, also, new book out, new book out, Descendants of Dysfunction. And those of you who are saying, Kathy seems familiar. You might have seen her during our uh, Women's Summit um, that we had during the uh, during Women's History Month. So she was one of our guests there. And we talked a little bit about um, her book, Descendants of Dysfunction, uh, what we can learn from the Bible's dysfunctional families. And some might be saying, what, the Bible had dysfunctional families, Kathy? Talk about Ooh. that. Girl, excellent material for this book. Excellent. Yeah. Hold up, you have the book there. And mine, I, I think excellent, my excellent, excellent, excellent material in, in with these old testament families. 
And the book really is um, a study in Old Testament families. The book is set up in seven chapters that stand alone about the, you know, dysfunction in, in different families in the Old Testament. And um, I, I, I had though, I wrote the book last year in 2021, but I had the mm-hmm. title before that, probably a year before that. As a matter of fact, I have three, I had three titles. So I had to uh-huh. choose, and I thought this one was the most uh, overarching, uh, provided the, the greatest umbrella for the type of things that I, that I want to begin to talk about and start conversations about. Um, I knew that because I get like, Ooh, what's that about? This, uh-huh. this, this, so I get that. So, you know, I have something that's going to, you know, perk up, you know, that interest. But it is yeah. so, so, so very befitting because there is a lot of dysfunction in the in the families that I speak of. But as a part of the book, I also have a modern twist to it because I have a section in each chapter that says, is this your family? And mm. so, for instance, in the first chapter, I talk about Cain and Abel. Um, and that chapter is how to mend a family rift. And so that mm-hmm. talks speaks to many, many people who have family rifts and have family members that they don't talk to. Yeah. You know, they don't they don't fool with. And um, it's just a family rift that impacts not only those two individuals, but it impacts the generations, the cousins, the, you know. So everybody kind of like becomes this collateral type of, of, of damage because these have this rift. So how is it that we can mend the family rift? So yes. hopefully the, the Bible stories, which are educational in themselves, but the fact that I can say, well, yeah, you know, I haven't talked to, you know, ain't whoever. And, you know, how can I possibly get back in relationship with this person so that our relationships are no longer broken, but they are mended? Oh, so well said. And so then how does that show up in business? Then that shows up with people, you know, coming on social media saying my family don't support my business. People are right. Don't support my business. Wow. Some riff, some, something, something happened. I was on an interview earlier today and the, um, the young lady asked me what, who was my, um, you know, influence, greatest influence. And I said, my mom, Hey mom she's watching and, and such a strong supporter. And I said, I realized that that might sound cliche, but for some people that is not their testimony. That, that is, is not, not what they feel from, as you've mentioned, there's something in the, something yeah. that has happened, which is, yes. which is why, you know, how our proper perspective can propel, you know, our lives and our businesses forward. And so if there is in this example, a rift, you know, what are some steps, action steps you would tell people, initial things to, to take? Well, what I, the overall in that portion of the book is that I say, people say, well, you know, I don't want to live in the past. That's, I don't want to live in the past. But when you let the past future so much so that you're unwilling to put yourself out there to try to mend the rift, then you are letting the past control the future. If you look at it yes. in that way, because what has happened, the things that have happened, all of these hundreds or thousands of interactions, and that's how family rifts usually, you know, it's not usually just one thing. It's usually right. these, a number of interactions that have gone wrong. I have my perspective, the person that I have, they have their perspective. Okay. We're talking about perspective, right? Yes. And, and when I begin to try to bridge that gap with that person, our perspectives will probably remain the same. 
Mm. We won't probably change each other each other's minds uh, initially. And if you do, wonderful, great. But yeah. but then you have to begin where you are. Don't start bringing up all that who whatever all of this stuff that has happened. Try to forge that from right where you are. And what you may find out is as you forge that relationship, you're going to say, well, wow, maybe I could have seen this differently. And yeah. that person is going to come back and say, well, maybe I could have done this differently. And let me apologize for these for, the, for these things that have happened that may have been, you know, my fault. And mm-hmm. then I can say, well, you know, I can see now that this could have, I could have handled this better. It's almost like our children raising my used to always you know, when they blamed other people, I tried to get them to take uh, to tell me what percentage of the of the issue can you take? Okay, uh-huh. You say the other person was 80 percent at fault. Then that gives you 20 percent of the responsibility to fix it. And so when you look at it like that, everybody has a, a part to play. And we're not just pointing a figure and saying what you did, what you did, what you did, because riffs really have long last negative impacts on our families. Now, Mm. let me say this, because I don't want anybody to get this wrong. Sometimes you have to make uh, or establish new family connections. So I don't want anyone who needs to have a boundary with their family to keep themselves safe. Yes. Okay. I don't want them to think that by all means, you always have to reconnect connect with your family because there are some instances so yes you need to keep your boundaries to keep yourself mentally physically safe absolutely um, so i, I want to say that as well yes okay. that's good thank All you right. thank you for saying that okay. uh thank you for mentioning that disclaimer there and giving that that guidance and so descendants of dysfunction um it's kind of this the book that we're referencing you can um go right here descendants of dysfunctionbook.com. Um, also, if you're hanging out on charvette.com, our main website, we have a great blog post that has Kathy's all of her bio information, the links to her main website, the links to um, be able to purchase this book and continue um, this conversation. I think this is a great, great spot to pause and take a commercial break. But when we come back, um, I want to capture a, a comment. Um, Ka- uh, Tammy said, she said, absolutely, David's relationship with his children that was something out of the Bible she she mentioned. I don't know if David is covered. I can't remember. Yeah, David is covered. All right, we're going we to talk about, just because Kathy typed that in, excuse me, Tammy typed that in. We're going to have Kathy talk a little there. bit about that. It's in there. It's in there. All right, so I'm going to let you relax in the virtual green okay. room. Uh, and then we're going to be uh, back here on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, take a quick commercial break. Go ahead and take this opportunity to tag uh, a friend to share uh, this broadcast out if you're saying, oh, this is, uh, I'm thinking about my perspective and and that percentage of how much you own uh, something, uh, if there has been a rift in anything, how much can you, how much of that percentage can you own? All right, we're going to be um, right back after this. For the last six years, I've hosted events in Richmond, Virginia, but in 2022, I introduced the pop-up luxury retreat happening in Orlando, Florida, November 3rd through November 6th. Something special happens to a group of women when they meet in person, dine together, and sleep on site without the distractions of the outer world and in a place that is a physical representation and manifestation of where they are going. After the last two years, I am positive 
initiative. You want connection, community, a touch of adventure, and a time to rejuvenate. So I'm inviting a very small group of women entrepreneurs and leaders to join me in Orlando, Florida in a 10,000 square foot mansion. In this luxury setting, we'll focus on your marketing, your support systems, and your mindset. Schedule a meet and greet call at joincharvette.com to discuss this retreat. I'll be here to hear what's on your mind. Take this time to talk and get it right. You know I'll be there all your life. When you need me, I'll be by your side. By your side. And every day is a different day. Everything is in everything. When the adults in a child's life talk early and often about the dangers of underage drinking, the message gets stronger every time. Talk. They hear you. All right. Welcome back. Let's bring our guest back up to the virtual stage here. Uh, Kathy Staten with us here. Um, certainly uh, dropping nuggets as we talk about how the proper perspective can propel your life and your business and certainly her health and human uh, service professional background and now author is uh, lending to this conversation. So uh, David, David, yes. what, what what can we learn? What can we what can we gain from from <laughs> this conversation around Listen, David? No, so I I, w- I want to you know if you don't mind, I got a little excerpt I would like to read from the book. Yes, um, it says because what chap each chapter had a little section on what made the family dysfunctional because sometimes we don't even know that we are dysfunctional. Right. So in this particular chapter, chapter six, it is the rape of Tamar healing Mm -hmm. from family secrets. Mm -hmm. And so under this, under uh, the portion that says what made them dysfunctional, I write, it has been said that apples don't fall too far from the trees. David's children modeled his behavior. His son took the virginity of his sister Tamar in his guilt. He turned against her, never accepting responsibility for what he did. His brother, Absalom, took on his father's murderous ways by killing his own brother. Like most women during these times, Tamar was voiceless, powerless, and and lived a life of shame. David was a man after God's own heart. Yet his heart was away from his family, allowing rivalry, rape, shame, hatred, and murder to find a resting place in his home and family. So that's what made them dysfunctional. Mm. Okay, and then I go on to talk about if this, is this your family? Uh, I'll talk a little bit about what made the family strong, but I have a section in each chapter. Is this your family? Is this something that you've been through? And then I go into, you know, how to heal secrets and I go into scapegoating and, and things like that. So. A lot to unpack, a lot to unpack. Yeah. And, and certainly, um, 
you know, for those who uh, who don't read the Bible, listen, the Bible can compete with any reality show, <laughs> any action show. I'm pointing yes, this way. Can. My TV is over there. Okay. Any reality show, any action show um, yes. that is that is out there. And so, someone might say, "Well, gosh, um, how do I how do I have the proper perspective if I have been through something like Tamar? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. how how does that how do I how do I get through this?" Yeah. Yeah. So, so um, I just want to say that this definitely relates back to our topic and perspective. Yes. Because Tamar would have had the perspective that she um, will never be, no one will ever protect her. Mm. And so she's going to lack trust. Not even her father, after he found out, did to hold her brother responsible in any type of accountability. Okay. So that's a perspective. Mm-hmm. That certain people cannot be trusted. Even, even, even people that are supposed to care for you won't. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so people who who um quote unquote get away with things, mm-hmm. usually they have the perspective that they can do anything they want to do. So, like when you let people get away with things, you're like, oh, don't you know, don't they get worse. Right. <laughs> it's not like it's not going to happen again. Just yes. let it. They get worse. And so yeah. that's a perspective that someone goes through our life with. Like I can do whatever, whatever I want to do and nothing is going to, 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 you know, happen to me. Um, but, but, but I talk about, of course, getting support, whether that's, that's clinical yeah. help. I talk about that. And this is one of the chapters I also talk about maintaining boundaries if you must to stay healthy it may yeah. be a situation where you you can't go around your family because nobody wants to acknowledge a thing it's a thing it's mm-hmm. like oh that was a long time ago get over it nobody wants to say acknowledge that that how how devastating that was to your life and in this instance yeah. it changed the whole trajectory of tamar's life um and and so like I said, she lived a life of shame. Anything about the biblical times, you know that that was it was. She lived a life of shame, never to be yeah. married. Um, the trajectory of her life, she probably would have married uh, someone in another kingdom because that's what they did back in those days. So mm-hmm. uh, she would have maybe married a leader in another kingdom, and that would have kept the peace between David's kingdom and that king's kingdom, and she right. probably would have been queen someplace herself. So anyway, yeah. um, so it changed everything in her life and she was basically like uh i talk about scapegoating like the mm-hmm. scapegoat gets blamed for everything you know the scapegoat in the bible uh-huh the scapegoat in the bible had to bear the sins and then they had to go like away from the camp to take the people's sins with them well the scapegoat in our family is the one who wants us to address the dysfunction yes but they end up being the scapegoat and everything they do is bad because the family does not want to acknowledge acknowledge and deal with the dysfunction so i talk about mm-hmm. scapegoating i talk about um support in terms of clinical support and then i talk about sometimes people you have to um have you may have to figure out a way to have another family you have to find out mm-hmm. other people you know that can support you you and be as family continue to uh, uh subject yourself to being hurt 
by your own real blood family. So I, yeah. I talk about that in, in the chapter. Um, is, is this your family? Uh, and so, yeah. That's that's, so, that's that's what I talk about. So much there. And um, again, Descendants of Dysfunction is the book that's being referenced. How can people pick up a copy, Kathy? They can go to uh, DescendantsOfDysfunctionBook.com. Here it is right here. And I got so many uh, the cover as well. Uh, the cover is interesting because there's a lot of people on here, but some people are hidden because there's people all back here behind the words. Mm. And that signifies how people... Uh, are not feel that they are unseen. Mm. Like they're yeah. in our families, but they are unseen. Like the, uh, you know, the child, you know, the child, the, the child that's not the favorite. I talk about that too. Talk about sibling, yeah. how to create sibling, harmony of sibling rivalry. So, um, you know, we got some favorite children and then we got some children, maybe sometimes that, you know, like, mm. They, they, they're not the favorite. I'll just say, i just put it that way. And uh-huh. guess what? They know they're not the favorite. Right, right. They feel it. They see it. They hear it. They oh, know yeah. they're not the favorite. Oh, yeah. And so, so that, these, all of these yeah. things blend over into our life and blend over into the perspective that we bring into life, careers, businesses. Exactly. So if we think about a Tamar who doesn't feel protected, doesn't know she can trust really anybody, how that shows up is the person who wants to control everything and wants to control yes. their, their, like, I want to control everything because I can't trust. I'm not sure yes. if I can trust other people. So that might show up as overworking. Yes. You know? Yes. And, would you agree? And it, and it definitely shows up as not asking for help. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. a generational thing in our culture as well. Yeah. That's not, that's our perspective. I can't really trust people. Mm-hmm. You know, we 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 have that perspective sometimes in 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 work and business. We have that perspective. Well, I I got to do everything myself because you know I can't really trust people. Some people right. can't be trusted, but you know I can't tell nobody nothing because they gonna you know I just you just can't trust nobody. That's not always true, right? But the perspective that we have uh, is shaped by an experience. Hmm. And so get back it's to an experience. Yes. yes. And even the person who um, felt like not the favorite in the family, how that mm-hmm. shows up in life and career and business is maybe I don't charge what I'm supposed to charge because there's a worth, there's a, a self-worth struggle right. there of right. am I worth it? Because I haven't felt like the favorite. So I haven't felt like the chosen one. Mm-hmm. Do, do I have the right to charge what I, you know, what's, what I have, what I deliver on. Oh, am I even good enough? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, am I even really good? Am I really even good enough to do this? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, that's that's really been my experience. It's like, usually those are the children who, uh, they usually end up uh, being uh, really great in terms of their accomplishments. And the favorite children, because they are the favorite, most of the time end up being, the greatest disappointment to their parents mm. because they can never do any wrong and so, so why mean. you know like i can i'm i'm the stuff uh-huh you know uh-huh. i just am and so I've, I've seen that play out in families as well yeah their favorite is just you know they can't do no wrong but 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 all of that shapes our um perspective it shapes yeah. our perspective uh which is so so very important 
So very important. So, um, Kathy, I know our time has flown by, my goodness, um, <laughs> which is always a good good discussion um, for things that help us, you know, with our business and our lives. And um, certainly this show is geared towards entrepreneurs, but our, what goes on in, internally and in, in our perspective and our mindset, that impacts every that impacts your business and so that's why we have these conversations i know you're available for speaking i know you're available um for other things tell tell the uh, listeners and the viewers how they can connect with you and, and services perhaps that you offer okay so i do have a website flourishandgrow.org it's been coming up on the screen a few times yes uh, you should be able to go there and send me a message or join my uh, email list where i'm going to to start sending out some communications and blogs and and different uh, content, uh, written content. Um, you can do that, um, and then I'll get your your information that way. Um, I'm just beginning to uh, really organize my services for all type of sectors, of course, because you yeah. know I do trauma informed uh, healing center training. So uh, getting some contacts in schools to to help the professional development of teachers and how to build a trauma-informed schools and trauma-responsive schools. Uh, so the information go for, um, you know, police, police departments, cities, anybody who has basically employees. Yeah. Um, and, and, and also with the mental health first aid training is that um, even in corporate, uh, leaders need to know, have uh, some information about, mental health for first aid, what it does is it allows you to recognize the beginning stages of when someone is having mental health issues. Now, yeah. if you're not diagnosing them, you're doing just like what first aid does. Yeah. Just enough to, to, to the authorities get there and the other people come and get them, but you are bridging the gap right, right there uh, to, to support that person to get to the services that they need. And um, so I am able to to teach mental health first aid and the people who finish the um, it's a one day class. They get a three year certification in mental health. Aid. Everybody at least needs to have. That's like a basic that every that everybody mm -hmm. needs. anybody needs. Everybody. Everybody needs that. So. So, yeah, those are some of the areas, um, you know, that I'm moving, moving into. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Wonderful. And again, flourishandgrow.org. Yes. Flourishandgrow.org. If you are um, listening or, or watching from charvet.com, just look down below. You'll see full bio and links to both websites. If you are listening from um, podcasts, any of our podcast platforms, just look down below in the show notes and you'll see um, the connection points and the information there. And, um, also, I noticed that when we went over to flourishandgrow.org, um, there's a little gift. There's something free that you actually get for um, joining the email list. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so last year, at the beginning of last year, I wrote a book. And the ebook is Trusting a Certain God in Uncertain Times. Oh, because wow. so much, I mean, there's still so much uncertainty in our lives, right. you know, nationally, globally, even in our homes. And so I wanted to, to write a book that would speak to uh, believers in that they can be confident in God because he is, he is certain. He's about the only yeah. thing that is certain. 
the uh, only thing uh, in these times. So trusting us in uncertain times. If you join my email list, then I, you will get that ebook sent to you electronically. And that is complimentary listeners. Yes. That is complimentary flourish and grow dot org. Uh, and I am telling you what, that is going to be uh, going to be a wrap. Um, let me uh, check here. Definitely shout out to my sister, my blood sister, Kim. This can definitely um, get black families talking. We don't want to deal with the dysfunction in our families. Yes. Yeah, so, so true. That's we so want true. to, we want to get the conversation going and that is what your objective yes. is. Our the conversation. Work that you do. Yes, start yes. the conversation, the work that you do, the book that you have, and all of that. Well, yes. Kathy, it has been great just chatting with you. Thank you I for being back, here. By fast. Yeah, it did. It did. And my last question we ask all of our guests um, the goal of the show is to motivate, excite, and influence. And we okay. want to know what continues to motivate you. What continues to motivate me is the impact that I can have on uh, individuals and families yeah um that that continues to motivate me because i know that is it is a message that needs to be sent out and sometimes it's, it's difficult to send it out mm-hmm. but i still need to be sending that message out to yeah. um deal our trauma our, our dysfunction and then I want people to know that they can be just as dynamic as they want to be. Yeah. Don't, that does not have to hold you back. You can be just, you can be dynamic despite dysfunction. And that is your goal there. That That's is your goal. motivation. That's yes. my goal. Yes. Dynamic despite dysfunction. Um, oh, I, 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 I told a fib. I got to bring up your skincare um, you own, we got to just, just, just share that real quick before we go. Okay. So I do have a, a e-commerce store. It's called Kathy's Creams and Things where I have organic whipped shea butter and scrubs. And I had a crisis with my skin and I was seeking products and really couldn't find what I wanted. So I started making my own product in 2016 and I opened up the e-commerce store in 2019. So that's Kathy's Creams and Things. If you want to check out some good Good shea butter and, yeah. and and scrubs. Oh, and it is good. It'll have your hands feeling super, super good. All right, Kathy. Thank, <laughs> thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Charvet. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. That is going to be a wrap for today's show. Uh, thank you for all of our listeners and viewers live or in the replay. Um, we are always honored to have you here as a part of the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. And as a reminder, um, this segment was brought to you by my upcoming pop-up luxury retreat that's happening in Orlando, Florida. Join me. Uh, just jump over to joincharvette.com. Joincharvette.com and you'll find out all the deets and all of the information right there for you. Thanks. My mom is saying good information. Thank you. Thank you, Betty Jean Stanley Mitchell. All right. It's a wrap. We'll see you all later on the web. Bye. Live from Richmond, Virginia, you've been listening to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Catch Charvette Mitchell every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Interviewing all the stars you want to hear from. So until next week, stay motivated, excited, and influenced. This is the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show.